Hey now and welcome to another episode of the Source Property Podcast. My name is Monica and I'm the marketing manager at Source. And today I have with me Jason Kay, one of our franchisees. He's a property investor. He does property deals, rent-to-rent conversions, and he'll be sharing his experience with us today in this episode. And we'll be talking specifically about the top three challenges that he faced in property. So hi, Jason. How are you? I am very well, Monica. Thank you. Very good. So firstly, just to anyone who doesn't know you listening in, could you share your background in property experience and how did you get to joining Sourced as a franchisee? Yeah, sure. So I guess initially my first property experience was doing a self-build 20 years ago. Um, But after that, I hadn't really done a lot of property until the last couple of years. So I mainly concentrate, like you said, on commercial conversions, uh, service accommodation, and a little bit of rent-to-rent property as well. Um, I am a SaaS trustee, so I have a SaaS pension, which I invest in my own projects and in, in others' projects. Um, it's currently invested in three of the source projects at the moment. Um, and I operate mainly in the Humber region, so that's around the, the whole Grimsby-Scunthorpe area. Um, but potentially, I also work, you know, further afield. Okay, brilliant. So now, how did you come about Source, and what made you join the franchise? So, at the beginning of COVID, I uh, actually joined a, a training mastermind. Spent a lot of money uh, joining that mastermind. Yeah. Only to realise, well, to feel like I'd wasted that money, to be honest, and. Um, I left my, my, I had another business with a business partner, which I left last March and decided to go full-time in property and really needed to make sure that my property business uh, grew and scaled as, as quickly as I needed it to. Yeah. Uh, it was successful. And, and I looked at Source and I'd looked at it previously and I thought this, this is something I'm going to make the investment on uh, to make sure that my business is successful and it does grow. And luckily for me well whether it's luck or not i'm not sure but luckily for me that that's worked out extremely well um and my business is doing really well probably better than i would have expected to be honest um but that's 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 why i joined you know bad experience with a with a training mastermind um and you know really was looking for something where they weren't trying to just sell me loads of more courses and and try and get more money out of me Uh, and also you know We'll go on to it a little bit later, but, you know, there's a lot of lack of ethics within the property training industry, I think. So, you know, I wanted to make sure Source wasn't anything like that, and, and it, it isn't, you know, I've, I've found that out through experience. Yeah, that's true. There's plenty of different providers. We obviously won't be calling names here, but uh, it's really important to do your due diligence when you look at property training, mentors and all that, to make sure you actually can action after you've been taught and also, all the money you spend, are they going to upsell or is it? are you getting enough value for what you're paying? So now going back to the main subject of this podcast, which is the top three challenges that you have faced in the property industry and also how you went about overcoming those challenges. So what would be your challenge number one? Okay, so I think my number one challenge and one which a lot of people who are new into property will face is the challenge of funding. So funding their their property deals. And you know, one thing I've learned is that it's it's very difficult to get funding from lenders. Um, 
One of, one of the reasons for this is that most lenders are looking for a minimum of 12 months landlord experience. So, you know, when you first want to buy a property to, you know, even if it's a, a buy-to-let property, a lot of them are looking for 12 months landlord experience. And how do you get that without first getting the lending to get the property to get that experience? Yeah. So it's a bit of a vicious circle. Um, so that, um, that's, you know, that's been a, a, a big issue for me. Um, and then, you know, during COVID, you know, I, I had deals which were um, I had properties agreed to purchase and finance deals in place. And then the pro- products were pulled because of COVID. So the lenders decided that a lot of the products went to offer. Um, so I had deals fall through because of that. Yeah, so I had a lot of products, uh, a lot of deals or some deals fall through because products were pulled. Um, and you can't foresee that happening. You know, that can happen at any time. Um, and then, you know, just, just the timing between projects as well. You know, so if you're doing multiple projects and you're relying on, on funding from one project to fund another, you know, that can also be extremely difficult. So, you know, it, it does it does slow things down. Um, and that was probably the number one reason I joined Source was to enable me to access up to 100% funding for my projects. You know, I wanted to. I needed to take away that that the biggest problem I was having, which was 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 the struggle of funding. Um, now I've got a personal credit rating, so it's not a personal issue. Yeah. It literally is just being a new landlord. So that has been uh, probably the most difficult one to get to get over. Uh, and as I said, the way I got over that was by joining Source. So yeah, like you mentioned, traditional lenders would want to see your history and how you've dealt with other projects. So with Source, it's more like if the numbers make sense, if they stack up, if you've got the team in place, if the deal makes sense and you've got a strong exit in place uh, and a plan to deliver on the project, then we will most likely fund it for you because it's all about getting deals that work uh, and that investors are happy to put money into and that you will deliver on. So even if you've not done even if you've not got years of experience, then that may not necessarily stop you from doing it because you also have the support at source. And you could also JV with the head office, just like you're doing on your conversion in home. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, I mean, I think the thing with, with source and source capital is that the the funding is flexible. So, you know, yeah. it's, not, it's not a black and white. So, yes, it's got to meet the, the minimum criteria. Of but course, yeah. Beyond that, the 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 way we operate a, a, a project or whatever it is flexible. So you know, if there's a way to do it, and that might be by, for instance, staging a project. So I mean, stage one, we fund that. You know, say say a new build project, we 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 sell those units on, and then we fund stage two. You know, so there's there's yeah yeah the the, the flexibility of, and the the willingness to make it work as well. So one of the experiences I've just had is that I was working with Shawbrook Bank for three months, and they then pulled it because pulled the offer because I didn't have twelve months landlord experience. Now, the strange thing is they they said if you come back in December, we'll we'll lend you, you know, which is like three months, you know, which yeah. I can't wait three months, another three months. Well, the, the vendor will wait another three months for the next purchase I'm making. Um, so it is it is very black and white. It's there is no flexibility. You know, you, you meet their rules or you don't, and that's it, really. Um, so, yes, the, the broker should have should have known that, and I should have never even gone to Shawbrook in, in, in the beginning. 
Um, but that's that's how most lenders work. And fortunately for us, sourced capital don't work like that. You know, they have a, they have a, a willingness and an eagerness to make it work as long as it's a good deal, and that's the most most important part. Yeah, that's the key with uh, how we fund deals at sourced. So obviously, funding is a huge challenge and especially if you've not done many projects before and you've not been able to raise a pot of cash but there are options there like we just discussed source capital can fund your projects if you join the network but there are also alternative ways you could fund your projects such as building relationships with investors and using their capital to make the deal work for you and you could also space your project out so you could for example agree that's more advanced but you could agree with the vendor that you will pay them so much now and then the rest on completion so there are some more creative ways as well which could help you get your project funded as long as you know what contracts to use and how to structure it and make sure you do it right so that your money is secured and that no one loses out then yeah 100 percent. and yeah they are some of the you know they are a little bit more advanced but the, the you know the good thing about being part of source is that we we have access to, to that uh, that experience and support to be able to do that. So, um, yeah, it's been a 100% game changer for me. Brilliant. I'm glad to hear that. <laughs> okay, so moving on. So obviously, funding, huge challenge. However, there are some ways and creative ways and also uh, partnerships you could enter to overcome that. What's the next challenge, Jason? So <clears throat> the next challenge um, I came across was... I'll call it property training gurus. So as I mentioned earlier, you know, I spent quite a lot of money um, on a mastermind. And before I did that, I did, I did do some due diligence and I did look at the various companies. And, you know, I, I'm i 100% behind training. You know, that's that's mm-hmm. not, not, not in question. Um, what I sh- struggled with is the probably the ethics and the, and the reasons behind some of these organizations. So, you know, I, I remember being sat in a, in a, on a mastermind zoom call and some of the people in there were, you know, it's hard to, it's hard to not sound disrespectful to people and that's not my intention, but, but some people were clear in there were clearly never going to, are extremely unlikely to ever make any headway in property, you know, and that's a lot of that's down to their circumstances. Sometimes down to, to you know their mentality or whatever. But but the, you know it was easy for me to, to see that these these people have been have been preyed on, um, to put it bluntly, um, and taken advantage of, you know. And that's the reason I, I actually left the mastermind. You know, I didn't complete the twelve months. You know, I, I was sat there seeing people with uh, false dreams um, and just being part of a constant sales funnel from that organization, just trying to sell more courses, you know. Um, and, you know, it led people to, you know, some people within that mastermind. I remember being in, in a session and one of the people came to the session with a deal they were planning to do. And that deal was something like it was a £1.6 million pound distribution center they were going to buy they thought they could buy it on a 95 percent mortgage and they were going to make 40 60 000 pounds profit a year on it or something and and when i asked i asked them you know how they thought as, as a first property transaction property project how they thought they were going to actually manage that and, uh, and be able to pull that off that deal off they said well because paul did it 
you know, and it's difficult because people actually believe what they they see. Um, and and that person, I, I know their financial circumstances. They one, they they can't get lending because of their financial status, and two, you can't get a ninety five percent commercial mortgage. You know, so that so they they're just hanging on to these dreams, and you know it's very wrong. You know, it's very wrong because these people are are making sacrifices, financial sacrifices, and so, and whoever knows what else, and they're not able to do it and. Yeah, it's just something I couldn't be a part of. I remember the beginnings of Sourced. Um, so obviously we had the training course, but one of the things the founders were very passionate about was not following that route, but actually giving the people who join us and go on the training uh, more ongoing support so that they can actually implement the knowledge into practice. And then if they don't do that, you know, they get all the resources and help to, to for from us to help like with the platform like leads property leads investor leads training obviously um, a funding platform so and then the support people so you get a dedicated support person to work with you so that is like the exact opposite where we we're quite open about if you make money we make money and that's the sort of approach that we have at sourced yeah, completely. I think. I mean, I think the training is just one element of of what Sourced is about, and it's important for people to understand. It's Sourced are not a property training company. No, they just happen yeah. to provide training. Training is part of the support package, and you know that's when you join a when you join a property mastermind. You know, one of the ways they sell that is about the one to one support you're going to get and all this sort of stuff, and it's absolute nonsense. You know, that one-to-one support is there for 20 minutes a month in some cases. Um, because, you know, when you do the mastermind sessions, you do that you do that as a group of people. So you don't have that day. You, yes, you'll learn from others and, and pick things up, but your one-to-one time is very, very little. Now, you know, that's, again, that's not taken away from, from the mentors. Some of those mentors were, were very good, and, you know, I would, I would yeah. call them friends and colleagues, you know, so it's not, it's not a dig at them. It's just the way it's set up, and... Yes, sourced are not anything like that, you know, and it is important that, you know, people don't believe it we're a training company because we're not. We just happen to provide training as one of the ways that we support our franchisees, you know. Um, and and the the support element, you know, is, you know, I, I, I would say it's almost 24-7, you know. I know that I can mm. call or get in touch with a support person, you know, almost any time, night or day, if I needed to. Um, and I know instances where the support people have, you know, taken support to the extreme, um, and that's not even property-related support, you know. So it is, it is a, a completely different ball game, completely different organisation, and it's yeah, it's it is what it says on the tin. Really, it is a, a full training and support package for the for the franchisees. Yeah, obviously I agree. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's great to hear your feedback as well. So moving on, challenge number three. What's the final challenge for us to speak about? Okay, um, so the the final challenge number three, and I I could have probably come up with lots more, but obviously we we don't (laughs) want to be talking about this all day. Um, And to be fair, challenges, before I go on to number three, challenges are are often seen as as like a negative um, yeah. you know, 
and 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 you know, I don't like I don't like to be negative, but I think it's important we have we have a bit of a balance uh, in what we talk about. So the final one is being impatient. <clears throat> so you know, the time it takes for everything in property. I think when we are fully invested in you know, and I mean by ourselves um, and potentially financially as well uh, in something, we want everything to happen yesterday. And the one thing I've, I've learned in property is that it's not going to happen yesterday. It's not going to happen today. And if it happens in six months, you'll be very lucky. You know, um, <laughs> everything just takes so long. Um, for instance, I agreed to purchase a property in April uh, and I'm, I'm trying and pushing and pushing with the solicitors to get exchanged this week. And, and we're now in October. Um, you know, the vendor is is threatening to pull out because it's taken so long and, you know, and I really don't know why it's taken so long. The, you know, go, just going back to the, so I guess, to the funding side. So I I had uh, Shawbrook pull out on that deal I mentioned. I then went to another lender who um, are happy to lend. Went through all the, the work with, with my solicitors, reporting on the property, etc. Then the lender tells me they need a solicitor with two two partners. So they then secure me another solicitors firm who they've worked with in the past to, to do that element of it so we're now working with two solicitors then i need personal guarantees which which is normal i, I understand that and expected it what i didn't un- expect was one of the partners in the second firm has actually uh, gone on sick so can't do anything which means i've now had to find a third solicitors to provide the personal guarantees uh, sorry the personal guarantee advice uh, which is required so you know, it's just just one thing after another, delaying it, delaying it, delaying it. You know, and I'm I'm on the edge of you know potentially losing this deal after working on it since April. Um, so, yeah, it, it everything takes so long. You know, with another project, so we're doing a, a JV with with Source, and that's a fourteen apartment commercial conversion. And you know, that's that's a fantastic project. Um, but even so, we've been working on that for a few months now. You know, we've. We had to get planning permission, which obviously takes quite a lot of time. Um, we we are getting the planning permission. We know that's going to be approved in the next few days. We've got to get structural reports done and, and you know other specialists. So there's there's lots of things which take a lot of time to organise and to actually get done before you can start on the project. You know, and then the project will probably be on twelve months um, in itself. So yeah. Time and being impatient is is very difficult for somebody. You know, I, I I like I make a decision and I like to get on with it. You know, when I joined Sourced, I knew there were, was one of the mandatory three day inductions coming up the following week when I was looking at it. So I I made the decision that week because I wasn't going to hang around, miss the induction, mm-hmm. and have to wait for the next. Induction. So I guess maybe I'm maybe I'm impatient, um, but for me, I want to make progress. I want to progress quickly um, and. You know, I am quite decisive and don't understand why people can take so long doing things. Um, so that's been, yeah, probably the, the third biggest challenge for me is being into patient and the time it takes for property to happen. Yeah, I think very often people see the big rewards that they can gain, especially, obvi- well, mainly financially. And they, they get caught up in it and they just want quick wins. But unfortunately, that's not how it works. There's lots of work to be put in. There's things you need to learn. There's contracts to be sorted. So all of this adds up. And yes, like you said, you may end up waiting a few months just to buy a property to exchange. 
never mind actually starting works. Yeah, absolutely. And you bang on the money. And I think one of the, you know, going back to number two, the property trading guru, they've created this dream and this, this, um, perception that you know property is easy and you know the way they talk about it you know yes there are ways to do things in the creative ways and and you know there are there are ways to do things better but they create such such a perception of the fact that property is easy you can very quickly you only need two of these deals to replace your salary you know within six months you're going to be giving up your job um and it's just not the case you know it can take months and months and months and you know Property is quite challenging at the moment because the market's very buoyant and, um, you know, it, it's just got, got worse. You know, nobody expected a pandemic, which has made things, you know, even worse. So, you know, it, it, there are things out of your control. Um, so so you, need to be, you need to be patient and you need to make sure you get the right deal and you do it in, a, in the right manner and, and, and plan enough timing to be able to, you know, to so you understand how long it's going to take. Yes, of course. So that sums up our top three challenges in property with Jason, our humble franchisee. But as with anything, if there are challenges and you manage to overcome them, there will be rewards. And in our next episode, me and Jason will be talking about the top three rewards from property investment based on Jason's experience and the variety of strategies he's managed to implement in the past few months. So thank you very much for listening. And thanks, especially if you made it to the end. So if you enjoyed this episode, please don't forget to share it and leave us a review on the platform that you are listening on. That will help us to reach more people and build on momentum with the podcast. If you have any questions or have any ideas for next episodes, please get in touch at podcast at source.co. And if you're looking to invest in property or have any questions about the franchise and would like to get Jason's opinion, then please get in touch with Jason. His email address is jason.k at source.co and all of this will be down in the description so you'll be able to look it up uh, for the exact spelling and all that so thank you again and thanks jason for taking the time to be my guest thank you